Welcome to the All Around Joe Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. On this edition of the All Around Joe Podcast, I'm going to be talking about why I went vegetarian, and I'm going to give you my results of six months of being a vegetarian. Now, I'm going to start off by prefacing that although I am considering myself a vegetarian, I haven't been 100% strict. And what I mean by that is that if we go out to eat or if we're invited to a friend's place and they're serving meat, we'll just go ahead and eat it. And that's totally fine with us. We're not, we're doing the vegetarianism for a certain reason. And I will let you know about that in just a second. Before we get into it, to that. This podcast is sponsored by the Get Better Project. The Get Better Project is your high-end online training program for people that want to work out at home with zero equipment, all the way up to people that have full gyms, whether they're at home or they're going to a big box gym. We program a workout for each day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, optional Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and take Sunday off. We do video trainings to show you how to do the movements correctly. We do trainings on how to hack the system and get results faster. And we have an incredibly supportive group that's just fun to be in daily. The reason that the Get Better Project is around is because I've noticed that in my life, I am very strict with how I do things and the results that I want to get. And people that are around me have taken on what I do. They start eating like I do. They start listening to what I'm saying. They start working out like I'm I'm doing. And they've gotten consistent results. And it's been really cool looking back on the last 20 years of my travel through my fitness journey and seeing all the people that have done this. It's been, you know, one after another. And I think it just becomes, it is because I'm just so passionate about these particular goals, and I love learning about it, and I love helping other people. So that's what the Get Better Project is. That's why I created it. That's how you can jump in, do the exact workouts that I'm doing, that I'm writing. You can eat like I'm eating. You can basically get it all without having to follow me around the country in this van that I'm living in right now, which is currently in Moab, Utah. (laughs) So it's really cool. You can get all joined up by going to the getbetterproject.com and clicking on programs. I'd love to have you in the program. The ideal person is someone that has worked out in the past. We're not looking for people that have never worked out before. Um, So ideal person is someone that has worked out in the past and is looking to improve themselves aka get better. If you have any questions about that, let me know. Happy to help you out. You can email me, joe at allaroundjoe, or joe at the Get Better Project, whatever. All right, let's get right into this. Oh, quick shout out, Meta. Go to drinkmeta.com. If you want to keep yourself in tip-top shape, if you're a hard charger and you're worried about getting into adrenal fatigue or your body's feeling weird, um, head over to drinkmeta.com. Use code all around joke, get yourself 10% off. I drink them every day. Why, oh why, would I choose to be a vegetarian? That is the question. That is the question. And it's a good question. I went vegetarian, and I say I, I mean we, so um, Emily has gone vegetarian as well. It would be really hard to do it if it was just one of us. So we've both committed to that. The reason that we decided to do that is twofold. Both of us had 
have been doing Inside Tracker for a few years now. If you don't know what Inside Tracker is, you should know what Inside Tracker is. It's a blood testing company, and what they do is you go get a really quick, like 15 minute um, in and out blood draw at a place that's usually really close to your home. And they take those results, analyze them, and correlate the results with nutrition changes that you can make in order to improve the blood testing results. Okay? So you. Imagine this, you go get your blood tested a few days later, you get the results, you log into InsideTracker.com, it says, hey, your cholesterol is a little bit elevated, try eating these particular foods in order to remedy that or taking this supplement or doing this lifestyle change. Really great stuff. They work with some incredibly high-end athletes, including Rich Froning and the CrossFit Mayhem team. And I've been endorsing them for a long time now. In fact, you can get a discount on Inside Tracker by using the code All Around Joe. I believe it's ten percent off of any of their packages. So, stepping back, we've been in All uh, Inside Tracker for a few years now, and Inside Tracker has said pretty consistently you should try going vegetarian or vegan to see if they improve my um, blood results. Okay. And I've been kind of ignoring it because it's pretty hard to go vegetarian if you're training a lot, you know, to get enough protein in and whatnot. But then it started to um, compound itself because back in the fall when we did the fasting mimicking diet, so five days of fasting with this prescribed diet that is actually designed to enhance the results of your fasting over water-only fasting, the longevity research in that process, because it comes up when you research fasting, like fasting is really good for all kinds of different things. Um, it helps. It's been shown to help with longevity. Number one, it's been shown to um, increase the number of stem cells or the stem cell production in your body. So essentially, you are recovering more. Um, you're regenerating your tissues, all of that interesting stuff. There's even some interesting things around like increasing muscle mass as you are fasting, which doesn't even make sense to me, but it's, studies have shown that. So in our research for that, um, specifically around the book, The Longevity Diet by Walter Longo and the Food Sanity book by David Friedman, they had talked a lot about going vegetarian, the downside to eating meats and a lot of how it's hard to get really high quality meats and how red meats have been shown to make people live less long and they don't necessarily know why. There's all these interesting things around meat that are not good for you. And the fact that a lot of people that are, um, I forget the word, centarians or people that have lived to be 100 years old or more are vegetarian or pescatarian. And I should have mentioned that. So like we we will eat fish. So technically, we're pescatarian, not vegetarian. Um, but I would say that actually majority of the time we're vegetarian over pescatarian. And we here, here's how it breaks down. We probably eat meat once a week, maybe when we go out. We don't go out all that often. And when we do, we'll, you know, usually eat meat. Um, for me, because red meat has been shown to be really bad for me, I probably only eat red meat about once a month. And if we do go out, I get something with chicken in it, which has been shown to be okay for me um, compared to red meat. And we might eat fish, gosh, maybe once or twice a week. 
meaning like one or two meals a week in addition to that. So we're eating like all of these beyond meats things and, you know, fake meats, trying to avoid so soy as much as possible because if you haven't read much about soy, it seems to be really bad for you. Um, and that means that our fake meats are usually some form of bean and bean pea rice protein type of stuff in order to get complete proteins. So after reading these books, getting the inside tracker results, um, and then doing the fast, we decided, Hey, let's jump in. Let's give this a shot. We bought a couple of extra inside tracker tests. So what we're going to do is give it, you know, a good six or so months, see how we feel, do another inside tracker test and see if the results have improved. And we've jumped headlong into that, uh, with the exception of just, you know, a few meat meals here or there. Here's what I've noticed. First off, the struggles of being a vegetarian. Side note, if you're watching this, can you see the sweat dripping down my face? It is hot here in the van right now. It is hot, hot, hot. So there's the benefit of watching this on YouTube or Facebook. You get to see the sweat dripping down my face and my eyes, how open they are and all that fun stuff. The smile, how much um, beard growth I have. But anyway... The struggles of being a vegetarian, number one, the biggest, baddest struggle is getting enough protein. But going back to the original studying on longevity and reading the books and whatnot, these guys claim that you don't need as much protein as we've thought. And they also, they basically say that it doesn't really do that much for you. It's bad for you. Um, The longevity studies show that if you have too much protein, it might make you live less long. All of that interesting stuff. So for the first few months, I just ignored the fact that I was not getting enough protein. I My goals were to eat no meat, try and get enough protein, or, um, carbs and fats uh, as it would satisfy me, even without testing too much with my fitness pal, which I don't necessarily think is a good idea. I think it's always good to know what you're eating um, every day to kind of get that data. If you're going to take one day off a week for a cheat day or whatnot, that's totally fine. But I think that getting that data in is, even if, you know, you shouldn't be emotional about it. You should just look at it and be like, oh, I got this much protein, fat, carbohydrate. Cool. So I didn't do that for a while because I was just trying to be a vegetarian and hopefully get enough protein. Then I started noticing that, um, oh, I should also mention, so there's a longevity diet, Valter Longo. Rich Roll is also like an ultra runner guy, ultra distance, um, endurance athlete, I should say, that's way into being vegetarian and like claims that he gets so much more energy and all this stuff from eating vegetables and all that fun stuff. Um, so you have all this data to back it. I noticed that my, after a couple of months of doing this, my strength was just terrible. Like we'd go to a gym and I'd try and back squat or do cleans, um, heavy stuff that I'm normally really good at. Like my my background, what I'm usually good at is doing heavy squats, heavy deadlifts, heavy cleans, not so good at snatches. Um, but if it's heavy, I'm usually like, yeah, let's do it. Let's get it on. Those movements were really hard for me. Okay. Um, just really terrible. Like I could hardly move, you know, 80% of what I was used to moving. And I just didn't really know what was going on. 
So then the first thing to do and what I started doing was tracking again, which I should have been doing the whole time. And what I realized is I was lucky if I got 100 grams of protein a day. Lucky. And these guys had been saying that I've been reading about, you know, you don't really need that. And even like referencing how they themselves were just as strong as ever and whatnot. Not really noting like maximal strength and all that stuff, but just, you know, I know Walter Longo claimed that like he could do more push-ups than he ever could when he was younger and all this stuff. I found that to not be the case. So I immediately started upping my protein. And it's still hard, okay? So when I say upping my protein, I was eating, you know, 80 to 100 grams of protein a day, super low, I know, it's crazy. Um, But it's hard when you're not eating meat or trying to really have too much dairy because dairy wrecks my stomach. So I'm trying not to have as, I, I don't avoid dairy. Well, let me take that back. I do avoid dairy, but if I have to have like whey protein or something, I'll just go for it and know that if I have a lot of it, it's gonna be disruptive to my stomach. But, I bumped up my protein from 80 to 100 to trying to get over 150. It's really hard um, to do that without the meat. But I noticed almost in the first week that by upping the protein, by having extra protein shakes and being cognizant about it, eating extra nuts, that type of thing, my strength almost immediately jumped back up to, let's say, like 90%. We're not talking like uh, all the way up and I'm having these blown away strength gains or anything like that. Mostly because I don't think I'm quite, I'm training quite as much, but I'm training enough to maintain for sure. And adding that protein back in within one to two weeks was eye opening as far as like just feeling stronger. It was, it's amazing. So adding those proteins back in was, was awesome. I'm still trying to get to my goal of like 200 grams a day, but it's very rarely happening. I just have to have so many of these protein shakes. Um, a protein shake that I've found, which I actually just threw some of these down, was uh, Garden of Life Organic Protein right here. Um, it's good stuff, but it's it's not all that tasty. And I've I, at first, even I was doing like a scoop because it says 20 grams of protein per scoop. I've noticed that I need to have like two scoops so I can get extra. So I'm throwing down like 40 grams of protein and having those shakes, gosh, two times, I'm getting them like two times a day and I'm still not hitting my numbers. Like I said, I'm getting more like 150 grams of protein a day. I need to probably have three of those shakes a day just because you don't get enough protein. The, the beyond meat type stuff and the fake meat, they're not as much protein as you would for, as you would get by volume. So you feel like you're eating the same amount of volume, but you're getting extra stuff, like whether it's fats or carbohydrates that you wouldn't have gotten with meat, they would just be like tons of protein, maybe some added fat, depending on the meat slice that you got. So that's super just been tough, frustrating. The other thing that I've noticed is that my body composition has changed in not a good way. It's not like I'm, you know, suffering by any means. I'm still lean. I'm still, you know, you see my abs and all that fun stuff, but it's definitely a difference. Like there's definitely more belly fat on me. Um, and I totally attribute that just to the change in my diet, uh, because I still train hard CrossFit style workouts five plus days a week. My running conditioning is actually increased. So traditionally when that happens, um, I'm getting more lean and I'm losing muscle mass 
right now I'm just kind of like staying with the muscle mass and putting on, it's like my body weight isn't changing, but the fat distribution is changing. So, and, and like I said, I'm being very drastic here, but I'm just letting you know that what happens when you don't have enough protein, it is super detrimental to your strength, to your body composition, all that fun stuff. So when I have, I have people that work with me actually regularly that struggle with protein and they don't understand why they need the protein is a big deal. If you're training hard, you got to get enough protein. You know, I tend to tell people to shoot for one gram per pound of ideal body weight that you're going so for, for shooting for. So for me, it's like, I'm trying to be 200 pounds. I'm between 195, 200 pounds. So I shoot for 200 pounds or 200 grams of protein a day. Most people fall short of that. So if I tell them that to get 200 and I'm really looking for like 180 to, you know, 205, 210, and that's totally fine. But most people are still getting under that. If I tell them the number that they're trying to hit and we put that in their MyFitnessPal. Um, so for those of you that are like, oh my gosh, can't believe you're eating that much protein. I would say that most people can handle that. And most people don't actually hit their goals. Unfortunately, people are underachievers, uh, in my in my experience, um, they have a hard time with that. So if you can get to that particular number, you're doing great. My numbers, what I'm trying to shoot for are 40% carbohydrates, 30% fat, 30% protein. And I run that off of my protein number, which is 200. And then you could throw the rest of the numbers in your MyFitnessPal and figure out exactly what I am shooting for there. But it's still, it's just, it's super hard to get enough protein. And that's what I've noticed. Body composition change. Strength is worse. Um, it's hard to find the particular foods. And another thing, so if I have a day, which I call a cheat day, and we go out to eat and I eat a bunch of meat, I definitely feel better. <laughs> so I don't know if that's just because of a, it's a jolt in protein. Um, I don't necessarily think so because there are days that I've hit my numbers by just eating a ton of protein, these vegetarian protein shakes. And I don't feel that super jolt in energy the next day. Like I do if I go and have Chipotle, for example, let's say I go get a Chipotle burrito bowl and I load it up with chicken that next day or even the rest of the day, the next day, I do feel like more energized. So we'll see. I'm going to do another inside tracker blood test after I get back from Europe. So maybe in July, somewhere around there, we'll see if they have inside tracker. It have these labs that I can get a blood test up in Alaska because that's where we're going to be in July and August. Still sweating profusely here, guys. I think it's actually getting worse. Woo! All right. Anyway, um, and we'll see. So I'm going to judge it based off that. If my numbers improve after that will be like eight or nine months of of, you know, 98% vegetarian, um, then I will keep doing it and I'll keep trying to figure it out. There are a lot of people that I follow, um, that are really, really lean, high performance people that are doing this vegetarian lifestyle, pescatarian lifestyle. So it can be done assuming that they're telling the truth. I just need to figure out how to get more protein, I think, in order to have that work. But if my, like I said, if my inside tracker blood test comes back and there's no change, then I'm just going to switch back to eating meat and look at other things that I can do to improve my blood markers. So there you have it. That's it. Testing, test, test, retest, which is the number one easiest thing that you can do is just start using MyFitnessPal and tracking what you're eating and then adjusting those things and seeing if you make changes. Most people are looking to lose body fat. And if that's you that's listening to this, you'd like to be leaner or have more energy that would 
come from losing some body fat. Uh, start off with the you know 40, 30, 30 like I do and run that number off of your ideal protein body weight. So if you want to be 150 pounds, plug in 150 grams of protein and it will follow the rest of it will fall into play as far as your calories, fats and carbohydrates go and just start eating that. And then if you don't lose the way that you want to, then you can just adjust the carbohydrate and fat numbers down. The protein usually stays the same until you start seeing those results. It's pretty much that easy. You can eat better foods for yourself, obviously. The better foods that you can have, the better it will do for you. Um, you'll get, you actually be able to eat more food um, if it's higher quality and get better results, which I highly, highly think you should do. I'm actually going to be, I'm in the process of designing a template for those people that don't want to hire me as a nutrition coach. You can, but want to get the Get Better Project and get my nutrition template. So you can go and just see the recommended foods that I think you should be eating and you can punch in your numbers and see what your goal is. Um, proteins, fats, carbohydrates, and calories should be. And then just, and it will also include the recipes and things like that that we eat on a regular basis and have eaten for years that help you to get your results. Um, so clean food, tastes awesome, that type of stuff. So let me know if you're interested in that. I'll let you, so I can let you know right when it launches, but uh, it's not quite ready yet. So I hope you guys found this um, informative for you. Uh, like I said, always trying to test things on myself so that I can pass it along to you and you can get some similar results yourself. If you have any questions, let me know. You can ideally put them in the show notes over at allaroundjoe.com slash 193. That's allaroundjoe.com slash 193. Um, down at the bottom in the comment section is where I love to get the questions. And this podcast like I said before, is sponsored by the Get Better Project. This is our high-end online coaching program where you get coached by not only myself, but my good buddy Joe Ward, who's a level two CrossFit coach. We are the coaches in the program. So you get like a, right now it's a two for one and it will probably turn into a three for one here pretty, pretty soon where you get all kinds of information, including daily workouts for if you have no gym, no equipment, if you just have a kettlebell or if you have a full gym, we program for all of those situations. We even have a nutrition coaching option that's a little bit more expensive, but you can find all of this information at thegetbetterproject.com and click on pro programs and let me know if you have any questions all right guys i will catch you on the flip side have a great rest of your week the all-around joe podcast we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete coach and all-around self-help joe see you on the podcast.